Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> I'm watching The Abominable Snowmen, uh, still only in the middle of episode three. Uh, there's a lot of comings and goings. Um, people walking out of rooms, being sent out of rooms, being told to wait, and then going after other... It's... Who knows what's going on? Um, <laughs> so, Victoria's been wandering about, and it was sprung trying to get into the sanctum. So, now she needs to be guarded. Uh, Travers is uh, up on the hill watching the Yeti wander about, carrying their shiny silver ball. And the abbot comes out of the the monastery and tells old mate on the door, um, door guard, that's going to be his name now. He's probably got a name, but I don't remember what it is. Um, anyway, he hypnotizes him and says, I wasn't here. He does the full Jedi mind trick on him. Um, <laughs> I'm not the habit you're looking for. Um, <laughs> Tomney puts Victoria into the cell where the doctor was earlier uh, and says she must promise not to cause trouble. And uh, Tomney tells Victoria the doctor's gone and she wants to follow the doctor and Jamie. Um, so he offers her some food. Uh, and... <laughs> After he goes, she sneaks out. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just a lot of sneaking around. The Doctor and Jamie up on the hill see three Yeti standing about and head off towards the TARDIS. Um, the Abbot wanders past the Yeti carrying his pyramid. And as he passes them, they start to follow him. Oh, Tomney comes back with the food and, of course, Victoria is gone. Um, she hasn't gone past the door guard and Tomney realises she must be going to the sanctum. Uh, she hears the voice of Padmasambhava saying, it best you not be found here. It's sacrilege. Then the whispery voice says, go quickly. And then the ball rolls along the floor. Um... <laughs> Even the balls are getting in on this act of like, I don't know what room I'm meant to be in. I'll just sneak out and go to a different one. Um, <laughs> peep, peep, peep. 
It's very confusing. Um, <laughs> Tomney's running around looking for Victoria and the ball rolls up to the Yeti and back into place in its chest. Uh-oh. Victoria sees it going into the Yeti and she screams and the Yeti bursts through the ghost trap. Oh, it wasn't much of a ghost trap. That's the end of the episode. Uh, that was very exciting. Um, <laughs> the, 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 like... The the cliffhangers are fun, but there's so much standing about, not saying anything, and then wandering out of a room, going back into a room, people saying, where is so-and-so? She's just left, and then coming back in and going, oh, yeah, she's here now. Like, what? Seriously, how is this six episodes? Like, this, this has been an episode of people wandering in and out of rooms and looking for silver balls. Um, anyway, on to episode four. <laughs> Episode four of The Problematic Snowman. Um, Victoria is yelling for Tomney uh, and she skips out as he tries to fight the Yeti with his stick. Because, um, you know, the Yeti's alive now. Victoria is doing some really effective companion screaming. Um, Tomney! Tomney! Um <laughs> Uh, and the Yeti breaks the stick, Tomney's stick, and also knocks over some holy relics. There's like a clattering noise. Uh, and Tomney looks appalled. The cartoon Tomney is like, <gasps> like, you know, you can come in here and kill some people, but don't knock over the holy relics, you awful robot Yeti. Um, Victoria fetches some ancient old man who is... Who's got a broom and is trying to move an armoire? I, I don't know. I, that's what they animated. Um, the Yeti knocks Tomney down, but he gets up and runs away. And uh, old Broomy and Victoria tell Chris Song the Yeti's alive, at which point Tomney comes out, followed by the Yeti. Then they're all fighting with it and it knocks them down before wandering slowly out the door. Um, Jamie and the Doctor are wandering about and the Doctor says, something's happening. I can feel it. Um, he's just, you know, having a bad premonition. Because um, there's nothing actually happening <laughs> on the hill. <laughs> Uh, Travers is hiding behind a rock watching the three Yeti and the Abbot with his little pyramid thing wandering towards the cave. Uh, one of the Yeti gives the Abbot the silver ball. Um, then there's a Yeti guarding the TARDIS. Oh, no. Also, there's goats. Just a couple of random goats just hanging around. Uh, they're not guarding the TARDIS. They're just eating grass. Um, I remember when I was in New Zealand, we went up some hill and there were just goats just hanging around eating grass just on the hill. They just lived there. Um, so, uh, the Doctor and Jamie wander up to the Yeti. And uh, Jamie yells, look, Doctor, it sounds urgent, but um, they're just ambling along because <laughs> it's the cartoon. They can't do, they can't do anyone with any urgency. Um, <laughs> the Doctor's like wondering why the Yeti are protecting the TARDIS and how they can find a way into it. Uh, Padma Sambhava is saying, oh, great intelligence and something about the grip of his power loosening and how long until his great experiment begins and I can rest. His old hand is stroking a Yeti dolly and there are four more dollies on the board. Um, then the whispery voice says, the abbot is making final preparations. Um, I've got to stop that. It's really hurting my throat. <laughs> Uh, the abbot comes to the place in the cave where the ball pyramid was, but now it's just a bunch of balls 
in a square, just a flat square. There's not a 3D pyramid anymore. Um, he puts the little gold pyramid in the middle of them and then he leaves, flanked by five Yeti. Oh, wow. He's got quite a lot of Yeti mates now. Uh, Travers waits until they go past and then he sneaks into the cave. Um, the doctor has thought of a plan. He's going to throw a rock at the Yeti. Uh, I'm glad he said that because then he does it. <laughs> There was a lot of this in 60s Doctor Who. I'm going to do this, and then they do it. Okay, I've done that. Um, (laughs) It's like they're writing radio plays and forgetting that they actually could just show someone doing something. Um, I mean, it's, you know, this show don't tell, uh, and this is show and tell. Uh, So... The doctor throws a rock at the Yeti, which doesn't react. And the doctor's like, oh, it's either switched off or it's not receiving. So he and Jamie walk towards it. And the doctor fiddles with the Yeti using a non-sonic screwdriver. (laughs) Just a regular screwdriver to pry open the front flap. And then he pops out the control sphere and throws it to Jamie. Uh, And Jamie asks, how were they able to sneak up and deactivate? And the doctor says... Well, it's terrifying. Nobody else would think to walk up to it with nothing more than a screwdriver. Like, it's doing its job. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be switched on. It's still scary just to look at. Um, Travers uh, is looking at the balls um, with the pyramid in the middle. And they're all glowing and it's making weird noises. And then he grabs his head while it's throbbing and glowing. And then all these green tendrils start emanating out from the pyramid as it hums. And Travis freaks out and runs away. Um, The ball in Jamie's hand starts beeping uh, outside the TARDIS. um, And the Doctor comes out of the TARDIS with the bit of machine that he found earlier. The one with all the plugs in it. And it's got like a big strap and he puts it around his neck. Like it's massive. It's like the size of a really big um, piano accordion thing. Like that's kind of, yeah, but it looks like, you know, someone's just got a plug-in keyboard or something. It's very strange. Um, So Jamie's being dragged toward the Yeti by the silver ball and uh, Jamie lets go and the doctor puts his hand in the Yeti chest hole and the... Silver ball just flies into it. Now he's being pinned down by the ball. Um, Jamie jams a rock into the Yeti chest gap and then the bleeping ball falls on the ground because uh, it can't get back to its little home inside the Yeti. Uh, the Doctor and Jamie realise the one at the monastery may also be trying to get back into the Yeti and they're like, <gasps> quick, let's hurry. Oh, they're a bit late for that. We've already seen that Yeti's up, up and about and smashing everything. Um, Chris Song is furious because uh, he's been deregistered from YouTube for hate speech. No, um, Chris Song is furious about Tomney opening the gate and the Yeti getting away and Victoria defends Tomney saying he would have been killed if he didn't and it was her idea to open it. Um, one of the monks who has glasses on uh, asks Victoria if she breathed life into the Yeti. Um, Tomney tries to defend her at which point they're both locked up oh my god so much getting locked up like that's all that happens in (laughs) I guess they built the set with the straw mat in it we might as well keep using it that's a cartoon I don't need to do that anyway it's it's a cartoon based on what was originally made we we can't argue with that
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.